My talk today is called Forgive, Forgiving and Forgiven, question mark. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. This has come repeatedly through this service today and in the run-up to this place. Individually, in full, we don't achieve that fullness, the fullness of the inhabitation of the Spirit within us. There are gaps, there are cracks, there are problems that block the full blessing. So often there is a need, a need for forgiveness to operate, to forgive, be forgiving, and to be forgiven. Maybe those who hurt us do not deserve forgiveness, and that's true, but Luke 23 verse 34 says this, these words of Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Forgiveness is not a feeling, but a choice. As a right choice, as we make that, then a release takes place. A freedom, a restoration, a healing, that is the full blessing. God's guidance is so clear to us, in Matthew 6, it says, Forgive our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. For if you forgive men, then your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, the Father will not forgive your sins. So important, so hard. It's the act of will. So often people's concept of forgiveness is incorrect and maybe it's the teaching sometimes. In forgiving you are not saying what happened or what was said was all right. You are handing over the root of judgment to the Father who is the judge. Well, Jesus is the judge, not us. So we hand that over. And that breaks that cord, that rope, that chain between us and the person we need to forgive or the person who hurt us. If we do not have that broken chain, we do not have the freedom. Therefore, you do not receive the full blessing of the Father. Something is blocked, something is choked. It's like those drains we drove up the road and some of the drains were free-flowing, but some of them were choked. And we've got that in our lives, haven't we, folks? And so often we look at the block and say, it's too difficult, or I don't want to do it. Well, fine, if you don't want to do it, then you're not going to receive the full blessing. And the worst thing is, that there's sin involved, that that's the measure of forgiveness you give, which is not enough, and therefore you're not going to get enough forgiveness yourself. You see, the Lord's Prayer is the best known prayer and the most neglected prayer. When God saw the whole human race was lost and they all had to die, he sent Jesus to earth, his son without stain and without sin, 
so that all who believed in Christ's justice would not be lost and die, but would receive life, brackets, eternal life. He didn't send Jesus to condemn the world, but so the world could be saved through him. Therefore, just as sin entered into the world through one man, Adam, death came through sin, and through Jesus, life and blessing came in. When Jesus died on the cross, he fulfilled the plan and perfect will of God for man, for woman, for us. On the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. And it is finished means it is finished. But we're in the now and the not yet. And therefore, the degree of blessing, the degree of open window depends on how much we polish the glass. And if we've got the opaque areas of unforgiveness, unfinished business, things he said, and I never forgive this, that, or the other, and the rest, and may I suggest to you that probably each one have got a scintilla of that in our lives, a little bit of it. Oh, I thought I'd dealt with that. Sometimes forgiveness is a process, and what happens is you forgive, and then the tide comes down, pours down by the Holy Spirit in your life, and rocks show. And you've got some more rocks to throw out through the window, but you have to throw the rocks out through that window, and it breaks the glass. And it can be a bit uncomfortable, a bit splintering, a bit noisy. But you need to do it. Otherwise, the full blessing does not come. And therefore, many cases, the restoration, the wholeness, the healing, and you stay in the same place. And it goes round and round and round. And you've heard me say it before. I do not believe in church incurables. But there are people in this chapel who are in the same place as when we started our ministry eight years ago. Because things have not been dealt with. Things have not been polished. Windows haven't been broken. And we don't wish to finish our ministry here. Finding people are in that place where we started. I don't consider that loving. I don't consider that appropriate. And I don't consider that's the right thing that the Lord wants before us. And in terms of accountability, I don't wish to be face the Lord on Judgment Day to be found, oh, you didn't say something, you didn't preach something. You were not bold enough. It's been said in the past, and I've taken the rebuke correctly. But in this case, we need to know that forgiveness needs to operate Sometimes it's hidden. These rocks underwater can be very slimy and green and slippery, and we put our hands out, and you can't quite get hold of them. You know something is there, but you don't know what it is. I've got good news for you. The Holy Spirit knows. He is within you. He indwells. He indwells you, particularly at times of praise. The praise is good. The praise is right, but you've got to do something with it. It isn't just the mountaintop. You need to be on the valley bottom at times to deal with those issues you haven't dealt with. And then the restoration, the healing, the wholeness in mind, body, and spirit come about. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Psalm 32 says this, when I kept silent, in other words, sort of no forgiveness. My bones wasted away. Anger, bitterness, hard hearts, twisted facial features, evidence, grudges, past hurts, 
revenge, scars of the past. It's an open door in Christians for the enemy who's crouching nearby, we know, to stoke up and confirm the feelings. You, he'll say you're right, absolutely right. That person does not, that situation does not demand your forgiveness. It may be the most searing, hurtful thing that's ever happened to you. And I've preached this in the past, that this is one part of the gospel that is compulsory. You need to forgive. You need to be forgiven. So many spiritual problems are rooted in unforgiveness. Ephesians says this, In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Notice it's a two-handed thing. The anger, there's nothing wrong with anger. Anger is an emotion. All the emotions we need to have. It's like Ralph's piano. If he's got a dud note there and he hits it, you'll soon know it jars. Our emotions need to be free. And anger will happen. It's a God-given emotion. But it's a matter of the duration and how we handle the anger that you do not, do not let the sun go down. In other words, it's a very short period. You need to have a short account with the Lord and a short account with your anger. As we have forgiven, their sin and lawless acts I will remember no more. That's what the Lord says in Hebrews 10, 17. Your sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. It's like that blackboard when you're old enough to be taught on a blackboard, not a whiteboard. He used to put it up in chalk, didn't he? And then he'd get the chalk duster and he'd wipe it away. Well, it's like that with us. The Lord allows our sins to be written on a blackboard and he takes the blackboard duster and he wipes it all away. Some of us have more painful knowledge of that because often the master used to throw the blackboard duster at you if you weren't paying attention and you would disappear in this puff of uh, chalk dust. A light point to a underline a serious point. The Lord forgives and forgets. Don't hide those feelings. Don't be silent to the barriers that are preventing the fullness of total blessing reaching your daily life. Confess, repent, forgive, and be forgiving. I'll give you an illustration. Some of you prefer pictures and things. You imagine you've got a bottle, right? And it's got a screw top. And you put it in your bath and you hold it under water, right? You with me? You've got that empty bottle with a screw top and it's under the water. How long does it take for the water to get into the bottle? Forever. Because the top has not been taken off. You take the top off and you put it under water and you see all those bubbles, won't you? All those bubbles coming and the bottle fills. And that is us. We leave the screw top of unforgiveness in any form on our lives. The full blessing cannot fill us. And if we're not full, how can we then take that bottle and shake it over other people and spread the word of God and the joy of the Lord and the love of Jesus to other people? We can't. We're empty. We're like that tinkling symbol, aren't we? Just empty. The other thing that's so important is forgiveness brings reconciliation. Romans 10 verse 11 says, 
if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? You see, lives can be changed for people who are rich and famous and everything else. There's a legendary guitarist called Carlos Santana. Some of you will know him, some of you won't. But he is an outstanding guitarist, an outstanding man. And he is my age, he's 67. And he has decided, no, I think God has decided, that he has the gift of communication through music. If you have never heard his music, go onto YouTube, just put in smooth. This one tune is called Smooth, and you'll listen to it. He was baptized in 1994, where he rediscovered his wife, uh, his faith in Christ, after his wife of 34 years divorced him. He got to the point of thinking of suicide. His faith has helped Santana overcome the emotional damage of child abuse. I was able to remove the anger by forgiving that man. Forgiveness is extremely liberating, and I'm here to tell you with all my heart and spirit that it can be done. You can be freed. My God is a God of kindness and compassion. Santana will be entering into ministry in Maui, Hawaii in 2015 as the minister. There's a little picture of him. At 67 years of age, he comes from the heights of fame, richness, and lays it all aside. As he said in a previous interview, the only reality is God's love. Everything else is an illusion. Jesus' reconciliation examples are very strong. Forgiveness to Judas, to Peter, his three denials, and those who crucified him. So often, when people speak out forgiveness, and it is important to speak it out because the enemy hears, that's when the miracles follow. Mark 11.25 says this, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything, note the word anything, against anyone, see no exceptions, forgive him or her, the choice is yours. Please don't wait if you don't forgive. And sometimes that forgiveness is for ourselves. Very often the forgiveness list needs to start with those closest to us and then work out in circles. But very often we leave ourselves off the list. If you can't or won't forgive, God cannot fully bless you. Forgive, forgiving, and forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. Father, I just ask by the power of your Holy Spirit, you'll go to each person here, and if there's an area whereby they are blocked, where the cork is in the bottle, where the screw top is screwed down tight through vows, 
through words, through words that act like a curse to continue the link between the abuser, the hurter and ourselves, through the words that still sear in our mind, through the pain we felt, physical, emotional, whatever it was, spiritual damage from authority figures. Lord, by your Holy Spirit, will you come and reveal them, first of all, to each person in this church, that they will not just take this as another sermon, another word, Lord, that we've heard before, and it's for somebody else. I pray in the power of God that you will not give this away, that you will take it personally. And as you enter into the praise, so you will receive the fullness of the blessing of God in your mind, your body, and your spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, just in the silence now, do a sovereign work beyond my simple words. Do a sovereign work of revelation and restoration and healing. Whatever it is, Lord, just overcome the enemy in our lives. I pray this in Jesus' name and in the silence. We just wait on you, Lord. Welcome you, Holy Spirit, this whole area. Please do your best work for us now.